Hey, what's up? This is Chris, your host for this bonus episode for Escape from Plan A. If you want to listen to the whole episode, please become a patron at www.patreon/planamag. Uh, you'll get our bonus episodes. You get access to our Discord, and uh, all the money we make, uh, we keep none of it. We spend it on things like paying writers and uh, other things like that. So you'll uh, be contributing to a good cause. So please enjoy this episode. Or this preview. Escape from Plan A. Uh, 2019, let's see, um, what what did we get? We got the disastrous finales to Game of Thrones. Um, we saw we saw the close of at least this phase of Avengers. May we not see another. Um, and, Thank God. Uh, we saw the end of this wave of uh, the Star Wars, the newest uh, trilogy. Again, thank uh, God. Yeah. Uh, and then we also saw, you know, and then 2019 was also, you know, Parasite, right? When Parasite started um, its its um, run for the big leagues. Um, I mean, it won the Palme d'Or in like midsummer and then picked up steam in the U.S. around the U.S.'s award season um, time in the winter. Um, and those those seem kind of those seem kind of disconnected, but to me there is a there there was some meaning to this. Um, what why did I bring up the three big tentpole franchises that uh, that closed in 2019? They were all messed up, all of them. Yeah, Bob Iger got fired right uh, today. I, from s- I saw that. What was what was going on? I, I, Do you know? The, I still- no, I mean, I, I don't really care. Although, you know, I, I really hope, like, Disney collapses. But I'm guessing it has something to do with the disastrous Star Wars uh, thing that's been happening over the last few years. That's just my guess. Because I think everything else, I mean, Marvel's doing great. Uh, yeah, Pixar's I, don't, I doing really great. have no idea what uh, what um, what the shareholders, because let's face it, that's all, who, that's all who matters in this calculation. Um, like, what, they're, what was wrong? Um, Disney... Disney owns everything now. Mm-hmm, yeah. And 2019 was a banner year for profits for that for that company. So, um I don't I don't know. It, it can't be it, it just it just doesn't make sense that they sacked him for performance because under his leadership J- Disney's now, you know, a, a monopoly basically and turned fantastic profits on everything, even even um disastrously uh, released movies. Star Wars, for example. Yeah, but maybe be- they must Wait, have Star Wars thought- still made like, like what, $2 billion? True, but I think it's, I mean, if it is indeed Star Wars, they were probably thinking uh, even bigger. Like, Star Wars wasn't able to capture China. It somehow even made people uh, nostalgic for the prequel, something I never thought I would see in my lifetime. And you know, I felt that. I just watched. I just watched uh, the last one recently, <laughs> and oh, boy. the Revenge of the Sith. Uh, huh? No. You mean? Re- oh, you mean the 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 latest new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I just I, like Sunday actually. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. where on on streaming or yeah on like yeah. some discount theater? Okay. I had like no um like Disney has a really creepy thing going on with uh with theaters too. 
Um, I didn't because I didn't want to pay that. I didn't want to go see that there. But um, so Disney has a really, really bad system. I think a lot of theaters are going to end up shutting down over this. Uh, So since Disney owns so much, including Fox, FX, uh, all of that, um, and they have a chokehold on these big tentpole um, movies that basically anchor, you know, like summer sales for movie theaters. Uh, they do a really bad thing where they'll, they'll tell a theater, uh, you cannot have this movie, say a smaller indie movie, unless you play Star Wars for like 16 weeks. Uh-huh. Movies like that. So at the end of 16 weeks, you're going to get a whole theater with like two people in it. But that's mm-hmm. the term. Uh, but that's what dis- that's you know what Disney will dictate uh, if this theater wants to get like a newer small release or something. Uh-huh. Um, so a lot of their theaters are just going to be sitting em- empty, and it's like, well, why would they do that? That seems like a disastrous thing. Uh, and my suspicion there is uh, to force theaters to close, which will then uh, create a challenge that could potentially overturn. The, uh, the rule that was established, I think in the 60s or 70s, um, that prevented movie studios from owning theaters, oh, thereby I see, I see. closing the loop on, um, you know, on monopolistic chokehold on entertain on filmmaking, basically, and how it's distributed and sold. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a lot of theaters close, we're going to inevitably, like, they can potentially bring that up again and say, well, if we want a vehicle, a medium by which we can show these movies the way they're supposed to be seen, we should be allowed to open our own theaters. Um, and that yeah. would be a disastrous turn. Because Disney has the money to wait out, uh, to starve out, you know, AMC, all of these uh, movie chains. Especially yeah. with, with us streaming the way it is. Um, so yeah. it's not a good moment. Not a great moment. Um, yeah. I don't see how the shareholders for Disney are mad about this, though. Yeah. I was going to say that maybe they extended to 16 weeks because they're trying to crowd out any competition. But hey, if they own the theaters, but if they own the theaters, I mean, they can crowd out everyone they want whenever they want. So yeah, they're probably thinking even bigger than that. Right. Uh, I mean, there's there's things like uh, they own Fox. Uh, A lot of smaller theaters will put together stuff like, like Aliens Week, you know? Where they show aliens um, and bring out the you know the sci-fi nerds and just a good time. Like these movies are definitely. I mean, everyone has seen them, right? But um, but uh, the theaters will open up for you know to see them on the big screen, um, which turns a considerable amount of like it's it's a good source of revenue for these theaters. Um, yeah, in this past December, I went to see the apartment at the Metrograph oh, on the big mm-hmm. screen. And I, I, The Apartment is one of my favorite movies. I've seen it many times before, you know, on my computer. But to see it on the big screen, uh, just gorgeous black and white. And apparently it was, if I get this correct, it's like one of the few black and white movies that was made in that aspect ratio. So to really enjoy it, you have to see it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the great thing. One of the great things about living in New York, you do have a lot of these theaters that will just pretty much play whatever they want. They'll play the 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 you know recent releases and stuff like that but uh you know every day they will replay an old classic or a cult classic or maybe help maybe even a bad movie that the people who run the theater just like mm-hmm. so you know at least right now even though the choices are dwind- dwindling uh, near me there was a i think it was the sunshine theater i think that's what it was called but it closed down pretty quickly after i moved here and it was one of these old theaters on uh, on houston street in the lower east side so I mean, who knows what what it'll be like in the next ten years? But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not a pretty picture. 
Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, uh, in the last couple of years, um, I've kind of turned been turned back into uh, a, f- a movie watcher, a movie theater goer. Um, I mean, the, before that, like, I had not set foot in a um, movie theater for, like, I think, like, 10 years. I just didn't do it. Um, that's not true. Maybe, like, once once a year if that and there'd be many years in between i you know like if it's really hot in the summer and there's like a big dumb movie i'll go in and see that so it's like three like a couple hours of air conditioning and just like a ton of special effects right like stuff that does not require like it doesn't require a three-digit iq to enjoy you know what i mean Uh uh-huh uh stuff like that but like i didn't really but i just didn't see the point of going to a movie theater, especially after streaming. Uh, uh-huh. But then like 2018, 2019, those were banner years for movies, in my opinion. Um, I, th- I think I broke the streak of just the summer blockbusters with uh, The Revenant. Do you remember that? You mean the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Mm-hmm. So I think that was oh, like yeah. 2016 or some- 2017, maybe. I forget. Um, you know, I still haven't was- seen that movie. It's uh, It's interesting. I really wanted to you see it in like the theaters, it. but yeah, I love the trailer. It looked really cool. Yeah, uh, uh, but I just forgot. It's to definitely see it. streaming now. Um, I think uh, this is this one. I just just there's some movies that just play better on the big screen. Oh yeah, know? for sure. Uh, and this one, the cinematography was on point. Plus, it's about you know nature and winter, right? You kind of want that. You you kind of want that immersive experience. So uh, yeah, so I, I went to go see that. And it was at one of those theaters that let's see if it has a full bar, so you can get like you get a drink, uh, etc. So you know, I had a really smoky whiskey while watching The Revenant. It was good. Ooh, it was a nice. good experience. Yeah, yeah, smoky whiskey and snow and watching Leonardo DiCaprio really, really work for that Oscar. <laughs> he really <laughs> like, worked for acting, it. acting, He's, acting. He, he was acting the shit out of this. Um, Oh, I just want to say something for people in New York City. If you really want a great theater.